0: Supporters from TBN. Weaving its way through the heart of the Holy Land is a well worn path that once felt the footsteps of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, King David, and Jesus. Host David Friedman and Mike Pompeo take a sacred journey of hope along Route 60, the Biblical Highway. Experience the land of the Bible as you've never seen it. In theaters September 18th and 19th, Route 60, the Biblical Highway. Information at Route 60.movie. That's Route 60.movie. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey, friends, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today our podcast is entitled Suffering Christians. This is episode 271, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Route 60, the biblical highway. Check out the website for information about tickets and how you can watch this fantastic film. The website is R O U T E 6 0. M O V I E. That's Route 60movie Movie. Well, today's topic is probably something that affects all of us. All of us suffer from time to time. And I think the one uh, that we can think about that suffered the most was Christ. Because his suffering was not something that he caused on himself. His suffering was something he took on willingly. And today at church, it really hit me. I had this thought, and I thought, you know, why did the Lord have to suffer? Yes, we know that Jesus was the only one who could atone for our sins because he was unblemished. He was the perfect sacrifice for us. But why did he have to do it? And then this thought came into my mind, and I want to share it with you. Has there ever been a time when you needed to do something, and someone else could do it for you, but no one would do it as good as you would? That you would do it in the way that you wanted it done, and if someone else did it, it just would be lacking in some way? And nobody cares the way you care, right? A lot of times, those of us that run our own businesses talk about that. We talk about having people that help us and they do a good job. But nobody cares about the business like the owner does. And so this could be applied to, and it made me understand better, the reason that Jesus had to suffer for our sins. Because no one could have done it like him. No one cared as much about us, his creation. Because we know that God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, are all equally God, individual, but one. And so only Christ could have taken on our sins and died for us. And his is the example of ultimate suffering. And ultimate love. As a Christian, suffering is part of the package. Anyone who comes to Christ learns quickly that salvation does not mean we're free from pain and suffering. And as I may have shared in another podcast, a personal situation put me off from deepening my faith, and that was a friend of mine in college who loved the Lord with all her heart, and everything that possibly could have happened to her happened. She got in a car wreck right after she got a car from her parents that she had been waiting for forever, and it almost totaled her car, which meant she was going to be without a car for some time. And thankfully, she was okay, but she was shaken up. And then her major required her to look into a microscope, which caused her to have motion sickness. And I kept looking at this girl who was joyful and happy and you know, insisted that I say the salvation prayer with her and come to the Lord alongside her. And I just thought, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure I want that deep, deep faith, that deep abiding faith that you have. Because if I do have this faith, then what am I going to give up? And I think sometimes that's how it is with all of us. We don't want to suffer unduly, right? We want everything to be happy and to be wonderful and to be full of praise and sunshine, but it isn't always like that. I have several links on the show notes um, that I think will be helpful if you're struggling. One of them is the power of praise, because I always believe that praise and worship helps at a time when we're suffering. And another is uh, worship and thanksgiving. And then the third is Blessed Assurance. So you can find those at the show notes um, for episode 271. So how can we be free from suffering? Well, sadly, not in this lifetime. However, joy can be had like my friend that was so joyful in the midst of losing her car and having a major that required her, you know, to take a rest every once in a while because she felt sick. One of the ways to have joy in the midst of suffering is to have a change of mindset. And it's not easy to do. But we can look at the life of the saints and holy men and women of God. And their lives were elevated by how they lived their lives. And they were everyday people. We learn so much from those who have struggled and come out on the other side. And some, while we struggle to put food on the table, or pay for gas these days, or when someone struggles with a medical diagnosis, those moments take our breath away, and we think, how can we go on? How can we cope? What do we do? Well, I think we look at those holy men and women of God, and one of my favorites is Mother Teresa, who is the most inspiring nun of our day. And she showed us that life was too short to sit by and watch people suffer. In fact, she said in her biography that she never would have started her ministry if she hadn't picked up the first dying man on the side of the road. Mother Teresa said her yes to God, and that's what was needed for her to begin her ministry, which continues to this day. She had many quotes such as, God doesn't require us to succeed, he only requires that you try. And that means a mindset change. When we look at our struggles and say, well, what can I do? Instead of, I can do this. God requires us to try. It's difficult, I know. Yet there is not one person listening to this podcast who has not suffered at one time or another. Look back and think about how did you cope? For some of us, we couldn't try at that point in time, but maybe later on. Another thing that helps us when we're down is to help others. It is sometimes just with prayer, sometimes with physical help, or another way that God has called you. We can't all be Mother Teresa, but we can be ourselves, and God knows and loves and hears you. Do you hear Him? In the quiet, in seeking God in prayer and turning to Him, we can find the answer. On a trivial note, and you can probably hear it in my voice, I've been combating a cold for over a week. And the cold was not the issue, it was the headaches, which I am prone to anyway. Well, when my head hurts, there's not much I can do. And I found that in my pain, I started to feel down and discouraged and annoyed with the lack of bouncing back. I also know that those feelings were not from God. And so I took charge and I began to pray in earnest. I began to pray against any spirit that was not of him. I began to hold my thoughts captive. And so what did I find? Well, I believe it was a God incident. I was going through the mail and I found a Catholic catalog. And it has some books in it and other religious items. And as I was looking through the catalog, it gave me hope, peace, and joy. I'm not in the market to buy anything right now. But as I was looking through it, it was holy reminders of God's love and his providence. Even some of the book titles just made me happy. Those kinds of things happen in our lives, and we need to thank God when they do. Do not think your prayers are in vain. As Mother Teresa said, prayer is not asking. Prayer is putting oneself in the hands of God at his disposition and listening to his voice in the depths of our hearts. We have to continue to remember this, and I can't imagine those in chronic pain. What a field day the enemy must have in your life. He is a destroyer of peace and can cause suffering. When people are suffering, we often say things to encourage them like, well, God will not give you more than you can handle. But as Mother Teresa said, I know God won't give me anything I can't handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. Kind of a cute little saying there. I also want to dispel the notion that if you love God and you are a Christian, you will not suffer because that's not true. If anyone's told you that, you need more faith or you must have done something wrong to lose God's favor. Ignore them. Better yet, pray for them because they are misguided. Yes, the Old Testament is full of the times when God has commanded his people to do something and they turn their backs on him. Well, what happened? Well, often they perished and their tribes and nations were overcome and taken over by others. Why was that? Well, because they were not repentant, but they were also warned. A lot of times we heard that these key figures in the Old Testament either Had dreams about God, or they saw God and God spoke to them, or they were spoken to through a prophet. It wasn't like they didn't know what they should be doing, it was that they either tired of it or decided they knew best. We know that God knows what we're going through, we know that no matter what happens, God will not forsake us. We know that God is trustworthy. His word has stood the test of time. You should also know that you are not alone. There's an entire Christian community out there that is willing to help. Now, I know that chronic illnesses at times can weary a church. I spoke to a lady one time and she said when she first got sick, the whole church community was behind her and people were bringing her meals and coming to see her. But as her sickness progressed, less and less people were willing to spend the time with her. And she felt lonely. Thankfully, she had the resources she needed to continue with her health care and the help she needed. But that's something we as a Christian community need to be aware of. When people we know are suffering, we need to be there for them. We need to show them Jesus and ask them, how can I pray? Years ago, I met a man who wrote a book on dealing with chronic illness after his wife passed away. And he was her main caregiver for many, many, many years. He later remarried, but he still couldn't let go of the memories of his first wife until he finally wrote the book, And even then, he was on the speaking circuit and talking about it. When I looked at him, I thought, you know, everyone grieves differently. Everyone has to combat suffering as best they can. And sometimes what really helps me is to have that go-to list of scriptures and praise and worship music. I put the um, the links to the other posts I did on those topics. Because I think that praising God in song lifts our spirits. I've listed a, a se- several of my favorite scriptures, which you've heard me say over and over again, but I'm going to say them again. And I, I love these, especially when we're suffering. Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that in all things, God works for good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And another, Philippians four thirteen. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And then Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. Our burden is only light if we continue to give it to our Lord. 2 Corinthians 1 3 through 5 Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. In Psalm thirty-four eighteen through nineteen, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have troubles, but the Lord delivers him from all of them. And that is a reminder: the righteous person may have troubles. It's not saying that person lacked faith. That's not true. I mean, God did point that out when he said things like thee of little faith. But he also reminds us in the Psalms that the righteous person may have troubles, but the Lord will deliver us. In John fourteen twenty-seven, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give To you, as the world gives, do not let your heart be troubled, and do not be afraid. Friends, this week, make your list of scriptures that will help you in times of suffering. Look at the times you suffered, and look at how did you cope? How were you able to deal with the pain, or the heart, you know, brokenheartedness, or whatever that is in your life? And just praise Almighty God, because we have not been left orphans. Only Jesus could do what we could not do ourselves. Only he could do it right, and that is take on our sins and die for them. But we know the end of the story. He rose on the third day. And now he is in heaven reigning, and he is here for me and for you. All we can do is praise God and thank Him. May God be blessed. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.